Welcome back. You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Karen Co. This Wednesday afternoon, or Tuesday afternoon, sorry, on RTHK Radio Three. We just heard the Tribe of Good there with the Believers. Now we're ready to talk to our first guest of today. Um, if you're a horse racing fan, or even if you're not a horse racing fan, everybody knows that Wednesday night racing at Happy Valley has come to mean more than just horses on the track, but it also uh, is all about the party atmosphere that goes with it. And we're delighted to be joined today by Hans Ebert, who's the creative director of Happy Wednesday at the Hong Kong Jockey Club. And Hans also joins us on Facebook Live. So if you go to my Facebook page, Karen on Radio 3, you can see as well as uh, here, Hans there. So Hans, welcome to the program. It's great to have you. Oops, good if I turn your mic on. That's better. <laughs> um, so first of all, tell us more about your background. I understand you had a long career in the music industry first. I started out actually as a as a reporter who became a journalist and then the ad industry before finding myself by fluke in the music industry. Okay. Uh, which I stayed in for many years until... The uh, CEO of the Jockey Club sort of enticed me to try and create something out of what was then called Sassy Wednesday. It was called Sassy Wednesday before, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and I said, well, the name's got to go. <laughs> I know my friends don't like me mentioning that it was called Sassy Wednesday, but I didn't quite understand the name, so it became Happy Wednesday. Now... How did did you already have an interest in racing? I mean, were you a racing fan? Did you know I was, much about I was it? a fan. I, I was a fan of uh, of jockeys. You know, it was kind of uh, a mutual admiration society because those guys liked the fact that I was in music and I was dating some singers who uh -huh. they knew and hung out with bands and that they'd heard of and. So they liked hanging out with me. And oh, I because thought, you could introduce them to the singers. To singers mm. and, uh, you know, Robbie Williams and Coldplay and Gorillaz. And they, and I found them really interesting. These little guys who rode these thousand pound animals and they were with, always with rich gangster type guys. <laughs> so, and I was with rich gangster type guys in the Just music industry. Just from a different industry. Yeah, and then we'd, <laughs> So I get together in like Melbourne during the Melbourne Spring Carnival and uh, get together for karaoke with some girls and enjoy ourselves, you know, for two, two weeks of nonstop partying. So when they'd come to Hong Kong, I'd be their host. So I see. That's how it happened. I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a punter, but I, I know horse racing. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, the racetrack. But don't ask me. For tips. For tips no, no one asks you for tips. Yeah. I mean, the racetrack's a pretty uh, interesting cross-section of society because, you know, at the one end you've got, you know, the horse owners, the mm. very wealthy, you know, private box holders, etc. Mm. And then at the other end, you have the local person who can just show up and place a bet for $10. And then you got that middle ground. Right. Yeah, which is the younger people who think the same horse runs in every race. Seriously. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and think the what the jockeys wear aren't called silks, but called blouses. Blouses. So, you know, it's a learning process, but they've learned 
over the last eight, nine years, how it works. Right, exactly. But it's interesting that um, in Hong Kong especially, it is so accessible to everybody. And you don't, you can show up and having never been to a racetrack and actually have a good time. You don't have to have, you know, pre- I think it's a lot to do with Hong Kong. I don't think other cities have tried a Happy Wednesday and calling it Happy Friday. It doesn't work because I think Hong Kong... I think the Happy Valley race course is so unique. It helps the vibe and the atmosphere so people feel relaxed. Mm. And it's a Wednesday night. So yeah. it's kind of like before you go to Carnegie's or Wan Chai or Dragon Eye, you can spend till midnight, around midnight, having a good time. Right, right. And then when you're really inebriated, you, you go down e- and get more inebriated. <laughs> you know. Okay, so f- just in case there are listeners out there who've never been, mm. just describe Happy Wednesday to us. You know, what's the concept and, and what, what do you get when you go? It's entertainment, really. It's uh, live music, fashion shows, uh, dances, conga lines and in between the every 25 28 minutes you get live racing you know and the the jockeys enjoy themselves the jockey uh, the trainers enjoy themselves so it's one big melting pot of nationalities and when did it start actually uh i would say about well, I'm not sure about Sassy Wednesday, but probably about nine years ago, okay. eight, nine years ago. Right, yeah, right. When it became Happy Wednesday. Okay. And as far as you know, are there any other race courses in the world that do this? No. So I think they've tried. One. Yeah. But it's it's difficult because, you know, Hong Kong, you can get from point A to B very quickly. So you can walk to the racetrack and you can walk to Wan Chai and Wyndham Street. So it's convenience. And when it was launched, I mean, did people think this may work or this is guaranteed to work or this is going to be a really popular thing? I think there was nothing to lose, everything to gain. So if you go there with that kind of attitude, um, you can't help but succeed, you know. It's like taking over EMI from Universal and they've got a 4% market share. And you go, well, you can't really lose. You can't get any smaller. (laughs) Yeah, you can't get smaller than 4%. So when you suddenly get Coldplay and Robbie and you go 26%, you're a hero. So if turnover goes up from 800 million to 1.2 billion, you're doing doing something right. Mm, Yeah. So this is really now an integral part of um, Happy Valley racing, which, you know, is every Wednesday, right? Well, it can't be now. Well, and it can't be because of COVID, yeah. I mean, the thing is, right now, the horses are still racing, but there's no audience. There's no spectators. Yeah, they're all at home watching on TV and having their own parties. They're having their own Happy Wednesday parties, but at home. Yeah. You know? So how so, has that affected what you what you can do now? Well, that's why we've started this new channel called Open Space. Um because I see more people moving towards the online space so they can actually tune in and they can have they can watch their races but they can also switch out turn out turn off and listen to music and things that they find interesting so we try to create content that people will can interact with Mm. so it's a something new but 
if you don't keep trying new things, you know, I mean, people talk about the new normal, you know, it really is the new abnormal. So right. if you tap into that, you just need one hit. Yeah. I mean, definitely this pandemic has forced people to be creative and we've seen so much brand new, interesting content come out. Especially online. You know, I, I used to loathe Facebook. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you, you you know nothing personal, but, you know, you meet guys that you meet people you haven't Become heard of friends. in like 30, 30 <laughs> years, right? Yeah. And you take them on as friends. But there there are so many other more, far more interesting things like great old music, great uh, movies, and it inspires you to create new things. It's funny, you know, everything old is new again, and yeah. then you make the new even more new. But it's how you, it's your frame of mind and the and the team you have around you. Because if you're the only guy who thinks like this, then, you know, you're a bit of a nutcase, you know. But if you've got about five people who say, what you're doing makes a lot of sense, then you get things done. Mm, yeah, and exactly. we're getting things done, slowly. Now... You just mentioned um, Open Space, which is a, a new YouTube channel um, mm-hmm. for the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Tell us a bit more about that. And has it actually launched yet? Or We will in about uh, two weeks' time. And it's really uh, the idea is to try and bring different people from different parts of the world in the creative field together to share their ideas and create a a different creative community. Um, it's been done before, but I think because of the lockdown, the the thinking is very different. So I think what will come out of it will be different. And um, I'm ready to be surprised, you know. Mm. So I have my own ideas, but I love the fact that we recently had um, an art group from Sri Lanka, where I was born, yeah. send, uh, send us a five-minute video of their work. It's outstanding. Uh, it's just so happy, you know. Yeah. It's where, where I was born. And, exactly. You know, it's kind of cool. And the content obviously doesn't have to be related to racing, right? It's oh, no. Not at all, right? I'd rather not. I mean, I've got a lot of uh, jockey friends who are... Uh, happy to show themselves playing golf, cooking, you know, dressing different, differently. differently. Anything Not from, in a blouse. Huh? Not, <laughs> Not in a blouse, maybe in a skirt. But, you know, anything different. Lifestyle, really. Mm. I mean, you got to think jockeys are human beings, you know. They're not freaks. Yeah. They're just lovely guys, you know, who I'm friends with. Right, right, exactly. Uh, and um, the other th- interesting thing that you've done is you have you've written music for a long time, um, yeah. and you've written a theme song for Open Space called "Global Citizens." I wouldn't call it a theme song. What would you call it? It was written long before. It was written before the um, Open Space. It was written as just a special song that had to do with a dream I had and. Uh, thought about Hong Kong in the 60s, 70s, 80s, me going to school here as a kid, going to KG5 and how international the city was. And 
we recorded it in Australia and called it Global Citizen, but it started out as a poem that I'd written, like a stream of consciousness poem. And my girlfriend said, well, why don't you make it into a song? So that's how it happened. Oh, great. And okay. that kind of made me decide that, oh, it was, it fitted in with the, the global citizen theme, fit in with open space, that we were trying to create this multicultural creative community. Mm. And so, who's the singer? Uh, Jimmy Couples. Uh, can you I've used him before um, many times for Happy Wednesday tracks. Uh, I met him in Melbourne, you know, because my parents lived in Melbourne for like 36 years. So I met him by chance. I did a session. He's just an amazing singer. And uh, he nailed it, you know. So he, he just got it. He there understood. was no one in. I, I tried to do it in Hong Kong, and nothing against Hong Kong musicians, they just wouldn't have been able to do it. Mm. Not the way Jimmy. Did. So he feel like he captured what you were trying yeah, to yeah. express. Yeah, yeah. He, he took he took it a lot further than I would have. I mean, you know, it was a poem that I wrote that he put into music and turned it into pretty good song mm. i think okay you know? well we're going to play the song in a second but before we go and, and the video by the way is very interesting because the girl i do the videos with whose father is a jockey cat curtsy she put the video together mm. i just had a vague idea i said you know i want to see the the future looking at the past you know but i don't want it to be too hong kong right and you I don't had, want it to be cheesy. I didn't want it to be cheesy. I didn't want it to be We Are the World and Heal the World and Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie kind of thing, right? And she surprised me with what she put together. Yeah, I saw the video. It has some great old footage of Hong Kong. Yes, because I had this dream about, weird enough, about Nancy Kwan. <laughs> and I was telling my girlfriend I dreamt about Nancy Kwan. She said... When did you meet Nancy Kwan? And then I was looking at my scrapbooks and I went through these photos of my old man who was working for the Hong Kong Hilton. There were all these pictures of me with guys I didn't know who they were at that time. Steve McQueen, William Holden, Cary Grant, because my dad was friends with them. And there was Nancy Kwan. That's great, great and story. She said, you met Nancy Kwan, and I you said, didn't even realize it. Well, no idea, but I had a dream about her. <laughs> so, if people want to um, go on the YouTube channel, it's is it called um, Open Space? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it'll be up pretty soon. Uh, two weeks, yeah. I think. Right. Okay. All right. Well, can we get you to introduce the song? Yeah, it's uh, it's called Global Citizen. It's sung by Jimmy Couples. It's produced by uh, Phil Tertio from Melbourne, all Melbourne boys, and uh, a Sri-, Sri Lankan boy living in Hong Kong who's a Dutch burger, which is a mixture of everything, and Dutch, Portuguese, and... That it's is you, citizen. So Hong Kong, Hans Eber, Creative Director of Happy Wednesday at the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Thanks for joining us, and Thank here's you, the song. Much.